Hello everyone, this is Kagi and welcome to Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. Me and my new friend Jen have decided to start this podcast because we thought it was important to share with you young girls out there some of the uh, advice that we were giving each other and some of the struggles that we're actually going through ourselves. And we wanted you guys to know that you know, you're know you not alone in these difficulties and all these things that you're worrying about on a daily basis, we all share those same problems. So this is what we kind of decided to do and this is our first episode so we're kind of excited and nervous and we don't really know where it's going to go but I think it's going to be really helpful for obviously us individually and also hopefully it will help you guys and you know make you feel like you're not alone in whatever you're going through so please do uh, feel free to contact us on any social media form if you have any questions or any advice that you want us to give And we'd be more than happy to speak about that in the next coming weeks. Yeah. And we also created a Facebook group that you can join by searching facebook.com slash groups slash girls guide to the galaxy podcast. And we'll be happy to jump in there, answer questions. And, you know, if you ever have like a topic or something you're going through, feel free to, you know, drop it in because we'd love to discuss that on the show because the show is really for you and to really just be there for you because we understand what it's like to, you know, be going through things in your life. No one's perfect. Everyone has their stuff and everyone has their struggle. So it's just important to know that you're not alone. And so this place is really for you and we created this space for you. Yeah. Consider this a sort of note. I think of it as like a note to my former self. If I could give myself advice a few years back, this is kind of what it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important to you know, be able to give back. And I think not only are we going to help you, but you guys are going to help us because, you know, we still have struggles we're going through. And I think this will just be a great place for us to connect and learn from you as much as we learn from, or as much as you learn from us. So we're really excited and yeah, let's, let's get this thing going. So I'm going to do a little introduction about me because so most of you that are following me on social media and stuff will know me from a little show called Made in Chelsea. In fact, that's how Jen actually knows me and that's how we got in contact. Yes, I loved it. And yeah, I mean, that was a, a while ago now. So that was an interesting experience. And I guess by like definition, that kind of makes me a reality TV star, which is a term that I struggle with on a daily <laughs> basis and I really don't like it. And that was a big reason why I left because I just didn't consider myself to fall into that bracket. Like, you know, I've always wanted to be an actress. I've always, well, I've not always wanted to sing, but I always loved singing. And then actually from doing that show, I got introduced to music and, you know, there the possibility of me becoming a singer actually presented itself. And that's kind of the path I've been pursuing for the last couple of years. I've just been doing it very quietly. And that's for a few reasons. I mean, I think if you're in the public eye and you're trying to start up a career, you're, you're in a, it's a vulnerable position to be in. And I didn't particularly want to go through all the motions I've had to go through uh, on a weekly basis on a reality TV show. So I decided to do it in my own kind of way and create a bit of mystery around the whole project. But it's now coming to an end. Yeah. I'm living, well, it's now coming to a beginning, should we say? <laughs> yeah, it's a beginning. I'm now living in LA. Um, where I'm finishing off the project and I'll be going back and forth between LA and London and yeah I'm here pursuing my dream pursuing music and acting and that's kind of where I'm at and who I am at this point in time so over to Jen 
<laughs> awesome. You guys, Kagi has the most beautiful voice and she's so talented. And, you know, I just, from the moment I met her, because like she kind of said, um, I, you know, I started the social society, societygal.org, and we had reached out to Kagi to feature her maybe like six months ago or a year ago. <laughs> And it on, was on top of everything as usual. <laughs> and so I think I emailed her. I don't really remember emailing her, but um, because it was so long ago. But I think maybe like a month ago, I got this random email from Kathy. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like what? And I opened it and she's like, absolutely. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's make it happen. And so her and I just started, you know, emailing back and forth and we ended up going to Alfred Coffee in Melrose Place. And we, I think we just stayed there for like two and a half hours or something. I, I pretty much arrived with like a suitcase of emotions that day. I don't know what was going on. The LA is a very up and down place. That's yeah, just like the nature it of it. And I'm an up and down person anyway. So it's like the two combined are quite intense so I remember I came and I basically just like offloaded my life you were like oh thought we were having a casual coffee and okay so you basically had to be my therapist for the next two hours a little bit we were each other's therapist so it was all good but it was so amazing and I think her and I just kind of clicked and we knew we had it we had to create something yeah and so we just kind of like brainstormed and I had talked to her about like a podcast I was creating but I kind of put it on hold and she was like oh I've been wanting to do something and we're like let's just do it together you know and create a place that you know was real and we weren't gonna have a specific agenda we just wanted we just knew we had to create it and we felt almost like called to do so in our conversation and so we put the pieces together and here we are recording (laughs) totally because I mean for all the sins of doing like a reality tv show it did give me this opportunity to have this access to my fans and I feel like from moving away from that I've kind of lost that so that's why I was like maybe a podcast would help kind of connect yeah and get my personality and your personality across and because obviously social media is one way we can all speak to each other but it's you know it's a filtered down version of reality and what we're putting up on instagram and stuff is is the good stuff liver of your life (laughs) yeah you just see like the filtered kind of shiny version and you don't know what's behind it a lot of the time and the reality is it's like sometimes things are get pretty crappy yeah you don't, I don't put that up right um so this was kind of our way of you Just know getting real getting real and that's kind of what I said I was like I want it to be something that's real and Tim was like that's crazy because that's actually was like the, the what do you say the premises of the other podcast I was gonna start too was let's you know get real. getting let yeah let, let's get real so so on that on subject. That. <laughs> so I guess I'll just introduce myself now. My name is Jennifer Jaden. My official real name is Jennifer Bronnerschreiter. But as you know, Bronnerschreiter is a very, very long last name. And so I just go by Jennifer Jaden online. Um, I am a serial entrepreneur. Um, I love helping people build their businesses. It's just what I'm good at. I love just helping people in general. I had always been in the beauty industry. I have my cosmetology license, my master's in medical aesthetics, but I loved the business side of things more than I liked actually doing like the beauty stuff. And I actually started my own cosmetic company too, but in doing so, again, I fell back to the business side of things, loving that more. And so I created um, a blog a few years ago and I actually sold that. And um, during that time, I 
got really, really sick and we didn't really know what it was. I kind of had this mystery illness where, you know, I was just really tired. I was getting crazy headaches. I felt like I could just sleep all day and it wasn't normal. I was always the up for anything, let's travel the world type of person. And so something just wasn't right. And so after, you know, being bedridden for a year or so, we finally got diagnosed of Lyme disease. And I was so excited because I was like, yes, we have diagnosis, I'm gonna get better. But then things just got worse until um, a year ago. So then I was able to find a program um, that helped me like retrain my brain um, to be in a place of thriving and not surviving so my body could have time to kind of heal itself. And so during that whole transition, I started the Social Society as a place where entrepreneurs could come together because I'd always been a part of like the blogging industry. And I felt like there was so much collaboration and so many fun events to go to. But as soon as I started really going down the path of, you know, being a business coach and consultant and social media, I felt like everyone was very much like kept their secrets to themselves and very much not collaborative. And so I created the social society as a place where we, us creatives online could come together and it's kind of just evolved um, in the past, you know, year and a half, and it's grown, you know, to almost over 45,000 followers or a community of over 45,000 members in just a year and a half. So I, as you can tell, I just love to bring people together. I love to connect. I just love to be with people and create together and do fun things and just help each other out. Like, you know, we're all just trying to do our best here and we're all trying to just, you know, make it through and I think, you know, sometimes we lose sight of that. And I think we really need to come together and really help each other and be there and support each other. And so that's what I'm all about. And, you know, as I sit here today with Kagi, I'm so excited for this new journey because, you know, her and I really kind of have the same mentality and really just being real and helping people and digging deeper instead of just being at the surface level because... Mm. You know, this world really needs that awakening and needs a place to come together. So if we can help in any way, <laughs> you know, that's kind of why we're here. So Yeah, exactly. And I think what you know, what you said about going through your sickness and everything and, and coming out on the other side and like readjusting your psychology. I mean, obviously you had some you had went through something that was like really difficult. Mm-hmm. But I think also when we first spoke, we kind of resonated on a similar level to that. It's not that I have been through something like that, but I've created my own roadblocks. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. That, that mean that I need to adjust my psychology. Like, And I'm even sitting here today knowing that I have to. And it's a constant, it's a daily practice. You know, you can't just do it once and think it's going to be fixed. And the You main, have to practice every day. Every, every day. That's so much work. <laughs> I know. Like, it's basically like working out it your is. mind. Your, your mind soul. is a muscle. But I started doing it after we met, and then th- honestly, things got better. And then, like suddenly, I just become over overwhelmed by certain things, or and then it's just really hard to get become centered again and and focus and just you know because there's so much noise going on in your head all the time, all the time, and you just have to silence it. So, like one of the things I am trying to practice is meditation. Yes. Um, just to kind of clear the clutter. Mm-hmm. And that definitely helps. And then also just practicing gratitude every morning. Yes. Gratitude is like 
the key. Key. <laughs> and it's also like being thankful for things you don't even have right. and like manifest them. So that's something I'm trying yes, to do as well. Yes, I love that. It's like a mind hack. And my, like one of probably my biggest issues is silencing that self-critic, which I know we all have. So I think that should be one of the main topics of today, the self-critic and self-sabotage. Yes, absolutely. I think that we all need a little slap in the face when it comes to self-sabotage because you can get so consumed and you can believe it. Like, you know, so say for those of you who don't really understand self-sabotage, because before I started doing like the mindset work and healing, I would have rolled my eyes. If someone would have said like, you need to work on your mindset, I would have been like, um. yeah. so yeah. So I would roll my eyes when I would think of mindset work and I just was like, oh, that's dumb. Like, you don't need to do that. Like, you know, it's it's such a dumb thing to do. But I didn't realize how our minds work. And I think once you understand really how our body and our mind and all of that works, you realize how important it is to work on your mind every day. And the more... We neglect it. We neglect it. And I think in this day and age, you know, we're kind of in a place of thriving you know we're not, we don't have lions and tigers chasing us day to day but we've kind of have these you know little things that happen to us that can feel like lions and tigers chasing us so and we create them in our we create them and so our self sabotage we kind of need to understand that it's kind of there for us because it's there to keep us safe right it's there to keep us exactly where we are it's there to keep us level but the thing is our mind is very creative and it knows you know, what to poke at you when you're trying to up-level. It knows to throw you like bad thoughts or it knows to throw you inflammation and feeling sick or, you know, it knows what to do to keep you stuck. So, But why does it do that? Because it wants to keep you safe. It doesn't want you, you know, it's just trying to keep you safe. So we have to rise above that. So a lot of people... In your comfort zone sort of... Yeah, it's trying to keep you like just where you're at because if it knows like something's... Unknown. uh, Yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Like you need to stay, like don't move. Mm. Like it's okay, you know. So... But I told you the analogy of the lily pads, didn't I? No, tell me. Oh, my acting coach in London gave this analogy and she was talking about... It's the same kind of thing about elevating yourself to that next level. And I think in groups, in um, being sociable, you kind of... You can get into a negative routine altogether. Mm-hmm. But because we're all doing it together, it doesn't seem like it's negative. And right. you kind of keep, find comfort in fact. So say, for example, you're in like a... You go out you live for the weekend and you go out and get absolutely smashed all weekend, every weekend to the point where it's just like completely self-sabotage and right. healthy. But if you're doing it with enough friends, it, it's, the it's norm. fine. It's the norm. And there's like comfort in that because you all kind of recover together and uh-huh. you go through this like weekly cycle, but you never progress beyond that. And like anything you're trying to do in yourself, like physically, mentally, spiritually to go beyond there you're hitting you're creating a roadblock for yourself and she kind of and my acting coach in London gave this analogy about lily pads and how everyone's on different lily pads and they have different levels and it sounds so strange but I found it really helpful at the time Um, and basically you want to get higher you want to get on a higher lily pad but in order to do that you you sometimes have to kind of do it alone and and leave that leave that negative pattern that's there's comfort in and i guess it's a similar notion to like your elevate your ice your elevation may require your isolation and it's that mm. kind of thing um and i definitely found that 
for a few years, I've been in quite negative patterns, I think, but because they become normalized because everyone else is doing them. Um, and it depends what you're trying to do with your life. Some people can function fine with it or are happy to be on that level. But I think for what I know in my heart that I want to do, I had to kind of move away from that space. And yeah, but we, what we were saying the other day when we met is that there were obvious ways in which I would self-sabotage, like going out and getting blind drunk <laughs> um, and, you know, staying up all night and smoking a thousand cigarettes and whatnot. Um, don't get me wrong, it's very fun. <laughs> um, was not progressive and was like not making me happy and, you know, would, would feel that kind of self-critic and, and self-hatred really, ultimately. Because you knew ultimately that's not... It wasn't serving wasn't me. It wasn't serving you. And it was a case of every time I moved a little bit forward in something, I would go out and do that and, and take myself 10 steps back. And then it comes to a point where when you're repeating a cycle like that so much, you really have to like question your own opinion of yourself and what you're doing to yourself. Because you, if you're aware of it and you're aware of that pattern and you're repeating it, then it's a form of self-harm, essentially. Absolutely. Um, but then what's interesting about it as well, it's like, yes, there are the obvious ways in which it will manifest itself, like drinking and stuff, which you know, you know, right. if I say I've got something really important I'm going to be recording tomorrow, and I go out all night and smoke a thousand cigarettes that's detrimental that's to, not gonna yeah not, yeah it's horrible and that's clear but then what we were discussing is that it can you know rear its head in other ways um like you know having a photo shoot and going and eating way too much Gosh. like the week before and then feeling awful and not wanting to do it or just like yeah it can come in so many different forms like me personally it comes in the form of feeling like sick. And I know that sounds crazy, but it manifests so... That's how my body and my mind have trained itself to go... To track we know how it. to keep her safe is just like make her feel sick and she'll be fearful of feeling sick because that's like what my self-sabotage is. Or, you know, like for some other people, it's like that voice in the head, like saying, you can't do this, you're not good enough. And some other yeah. people, it's like... You know, it manifests in old memories coming up and paralyzing you and trauma that happened to you or... Well, I think that's all must be largely where it stems from. It's like your mind and your body remember an experience and a memory that didn't go the way you wanted it to or something. They hold on to that as mm -hmm. like a prison. Yeah, like, try ha, and trap you I'll in. use this later. Yeah, and it's like, this will happen again if you try and do anything beyond this. Mm -hmm. So just stay here because it's safe. It's safe. But then it's it's also stale and it's you're not bettering yourself. So you have to really disconnect from that. But that's hard to do. It's hard. It's sometimes you're not aware that you're even doing done. it. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so important to... That's why you have to work on this for the rest of your life. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to read one self-help book and I'll be good to go. But it's not That's true. basically what I did. <laughs> like, and I wonder why it didn't work. <laughs> it's like, no, you have to continue. And I think like this is a huge thing they miss in teaching in school or teaching totally. anything. Like this is probably the most important thing you need to learn is like, how to understand your mind and how it works and and also to be able to distinguish between yourself and your mind because yeah. they are two different things but we make them connected and all the thoughts in my head and all these obstacles that it presents to me I think 
are real and are my life. But then sometimes I have moments when I step back and I'm like, these are just completely made up by yeah. this voice in my head. There's actually nothing, there's like a plain field in front of me and I managed to make it into a minefield. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just by what I'm telling myself on a daily basis. Absolutely. And I think you really have to, like Kagi just said, is distinguish what is real and what is made up and and really understanding the brain. And, you know, we're not scientists. And I would love to have someone who understands this on a more scientific level and can explain this better on our show sometime. But, you know, understanding how our brain works and we do have a primitive brain, our limbic system. And that's, you know, that controls the hormones and controls, you know, everything that you need to survive. It's pretty much survival. And I call it my monkey mind or my monkey brain um, that is just, just keeping me surviving. And we really need to step into the place where we can come from that frontal cortex of our mind, where we can make those clear, you know, having a clear mind and not running off the hormones in our body, which, you know, and create the emotions in our bodies, which trigger us to feel, you know, so strongly and stuff about things. And, and so, you know, it's important to really work on your mindset and read books on it and, there is a book, what's it called? The Monkey in a Chimp or something it's called. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to link it in the yeah, show Yeah, we'll link a couple of books that may Yeah, in our Facebook group, we'll definitely post a lot of... Have all this kind of advice. This advice. But yeah, I think it's just so important to know that, you know, it's something that you're just going to have to work on for the rest of your life. And but everyone has it. Yeah. As well. Because I think that the problem is... You know, you you have conversations with people on a daily basis and you may let them into like one aspect of your life, but you, you don't want them to know about all these negative thought patterns that right. you're having. So it makes it incredibly isolating because you feel like you're alone you're in the it. The only one. I know. And as, as like social media and our world gets smaller and smaller, you know, because we can connect with people from all over the world. It's too much information. Like, yeah, it's so much information. We don't know what to do with it. And so just starting small and the advice I can give you is what Kagi mentioned is to meditate. And I heard someone talk about this. I'm not sure where it was. It might've been a podcast. If I remember, I'll, I'll link them. But they talked about, you know, we think we have to do all this like crazy stuff to like start, but really like meditation is just doing something that's familiar. And if that's like you grew up praying, just praying. Or if you grew up, you know, I know a lot of people who will just sing a song that they love. And all it's doing is just bringing you your attention to this moment and just kind of- Being present. Yeah. Or like for me, I think I, in the middle of coffee, I was like doing this like meditation with Kagi and- um, (laughs) 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 We should have recorded We've known each other for about- 20 minutes. (laughs) So if anyone was at uh, Alfred Coffee that day and was like, who are these girls? Um, (laughs) Sorry in advance. But um, okay. But yeah, just like coming to like the place that feels, you know, familiar and just sitting there and, you know, whether that's singing a song or whether that's, you know, just feeling grateful, grateful and going through like 10 things you're grateful for. Like that's simple too. And just starting small. That is actually, I, whenever I do that, it's so powerful because suddenly, you know, whatever's being released into my body chemically, it's just 
vibrating on a much more powerful and positive level. Whereas if I'm just listening to that self-critic and negative thought pattern, it just that that this it's a weird sort of feeling anxiety. It's like I can't explain it. There's a feeling to it that makes you feel like there's, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck are going up in a in a really bad way, and it just creates this cover over your over your body. And I never realised I was suffering from anxiety either. Recently. And I know a hundred percent that over the last couple of years, with social media and everything, that so many people are and there's definitely a correlation because it's to do with that thing again of not being present in the now and with the so with social media being able to see people living these lives on a daily basis and thinking that it's so glamorous and amazing perfect and you're just not a not in your own present moment but you're living in someone else's past moment or future moment or whatever and it's it's not real life anyway so your brain is filled with this information that it doesn't know really how to process and it just takes you out of wherever you are. And, you know, I'm guilty of it. I wake up and the first thing I do sometimes is go through Instagram for God knows how long and then suddenly I I get out of bed and I already feel like crap. (laughs) I think think you and the rest of the world feel that way and me too. So I think maybe that's going to be like a thing we're going to practice until next week is no social media in the morning in the morning because that is going to become the new luxury it's going to be going to places where you like have to turn off your phone and everything because people are constantly oh, yeah. like zombies That's, people are going to be going to like therapists and being like I'm addicted to social media there might be like AA for social media you know yeah 100% because <laughs> someone was telling me the other day that it actually releases the same um, the same thing as that gambling does oh yeah or like, it's the same thing because you're alcohol or, or you're getting instant gra- gratification because mm. you're like oh I got all these likes. So you're releasing the same chemicals that are excited, which I mean, excitement is good. But when you're obsessing, when you're obsessing, then you want more and more. That's just how our brains are programmed. So like we, it's not enough. It's It's never never enough. enough. So I think if you can come to this place of understanding, kind of, I always say like you can either use social media or you can get used by social media. like that. Because you can go in two different directions. And I think you have to look at it for what it is and, you know, whether... Like a tool. Yeah, it's a tool. Or you can literally get used by it, which 99% of the world is. Yeah. Which is embarrassed. I'm embarrassed (laughs) for myself. (laughs) I I know. and That my validation rests on something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's these numbers that really... No. They don't mean anything. No, it's... it's Anything real. Yeah. No, it's 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 so true. And um, one thing that I started practicing maybe like a year or two ago is I would find myself being so jealous of people on social media. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I still get jealous. Of course, I still have FOMO. And, you know, especially when I was sick and bedridden, like I would be like, oh my gosh, like I'm sitting here sick and like people are like in the South of France partying and like, you know, like, oh, I wish. But I kind of started to shift my mindset and instead of when I felt like I had to say something like negative or a thought of jealousy or something like not good feeling came up I tried to say the opposite 
of like what I truly felt. So say like I was jealous of this girl, I would try and say something nice about her. And so every time I get on social media and not every time, sorry, most of the time, I try and get on there and say the only way I can get on social media is if I'm going through and saying things nice about people. So you only let yourself if it's going to be... Yeah, I mean, not all the time. That's good self-control. I I catch myself a lot of times and then I start going down because it's a slippery slope. As soon as you start thinking something negative, it's like down, 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 down. Well, it's almost like when you're feeling like crap and like, let's see what my ex-boyfriend's doing oh right now. Oh my gosh, then you end up on his like sisters, brothers, <laughs> cousins, dogs, Instagram. Like, and then you feel you're just like, times worse. what did I just spend 30 minutes doing? <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I think... You know, people always ask me, especially because, you know, I'm in the social media world and business world and it's a tool. And it's not going anywhere. So it's kind of like you, you need to it. it. You definitely need social media, you know, especially for a business, but just use it for what it is. Don't let it take advantage of you. And really, you have to be in that mindset. Like, I'm I'm not going to say things negative about people. I'm going to say something positive, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a small shift like that can help you really be in a place of... But I guess to, in order to do that, you do kind of have to come from a place of ha- happiness yourself. Because I know myself when I'm feeling a bit self-loathing, then if I see other people, then I'd be jealous and it will be a negative feeling. Mm-hmm. But if I'm feeling, you know centered and good in myself then I will naturally respond like I'll see someone looking amazing doing something amazing I'm like good for them they're killing it that's awesome yeah. I genuinely feel that way but I don't but when know when you're not feeling good it's yeah like, it'd be hard so that's when you really need to be positive is when you're feeling because that right there should tell you like oh my like primitive brain any like form of like negative you know, any bad feeling is not, is, is survival. It's not coming from a place of thriving. And so you kind of just need to fake it till you make it in the sense of self-sabotage because you need to separate, okay, I might be feeling these horrible thoughts or I might be feeling just like not good about myself. But if you can step away from that and say, cool, like that's awesome, but I'm going to choose to come from my higher self and my higher purpose. And even though I'm feeling these things, I'm going to choose to be positive, it will change your life. So you need to make a decision right that now that despite any way you might be feeling, you have to say, this isn't me, this is my brain. Mm. And I'm going to choose a higher, to come from my higher self and to be positive, even when things are not good. And it's easier said than done. Yeah. But that's why it's so important every day I that guess, you make a, cho- a, a conscious decision to yeah. be positive and be, you know, life yeah. is so short. Like, why would we want to, like, why do we want to spend it being miserable? I know, but it's long as well. <laughs> it's long, but it's, it's so long enough short. to go to be miserable and for it, ages and be like, God, I've been miserable for but, ages. But it's like you could die tomorrow. You know what I, I mean? Know. You never know. But you get caught up. You know, it's all relative, and you get caught up in in the kind of the daily grind of it all. And because we are being bombarded with things left, right, and center, it's hard to get perspective. Right. Um, and I and I think well, back to what you were saying about you know having to train yourself daily to go into that positive headspace I think for me and on a personal level with the self-sabotaging it's like I know what I want 
my career to be and I know what I want to be and I feel like I have the potential right but then it's that negative voice that then will be like no you're not good enough no you can't do it that then creates that opportunity for the self-sabotage so they fuel each other and that's something that I'm having like it's it's such a roller coaster at the moment because I'm so close to finishing something and it has you know all my instincts really are kind of flaring up wanting me to run ruin it yeah to run and ruin it and I'm like oh my god like and this is what I've always done you know get really close to finishing something and then find something wrong with it listen to one person that has one negative thing to say and be like well that's the gospel truth therefore they're right I'm wrong everything I've been doing is wrong I should not have been going down this path at all I was delusional blah 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 and kind of believing you, you know, you you look for someone else that says something, yeah, maybe this isn't right, and you just totally agree with them and lose your vision and your purpose, really. And that's scary. It's so scary. It can happen so, so easily. Tr- it's It can happen so easily. And I think that's when it's important to have your support system around you. Well, how do people get a support system around them? I think it's finding, and it's easier now than it was before because we have like the internet and things like that. But I think it's, you know, just finding a few people who have like similar ambition and understand you. And, you know, whether that's Instagram group or Facebook groups or finding people, you know, or mentors and, you know, mental is definitely huge. And, you know, finding people who have like the same drive as you and really um, confiding in them and, you know, Especially if you're going, trying to pursue something career-wise that, um, you know, not many people are doing and your friends aren't doing. And it seems like a, a bit of a dream. I think having a mentor at that point like, is yeah, so it's absolutely crucial because just to give you that guidance and reassurance when you need it because you're going to need it. Yeah. It's never going to feel like you know what you're doing 100% of the time. I don't think anyone does. No, and it will get you from, you know, A to Z a lot quicker, you know, than going through all the steps. So, you know, I think having a mentor or a coach is so important. And I, you know, it, it is very important. And I know that a lot of successful people, you know, they'll say like, it wasn't until I really had a mentor, whether that was, you know, they paid someone to be their coach or mentor or just finding someone who they can read their books and can, you know, join their newsletters and, and just feel a part of them or like their group programs and things is important. But also... Another huge thing for me, and I think I told Kagi this, is we already know it inside of us. We kind of just need sometimes people to kind of tell us. But I always like to, when I'm feeling that way and feeling, you know, not like I'm I'm a self-sabotager too. And so when I'm starting to feel that self-sabotage, I, I know I can look for the signs now. And I would suggest writing down like, what do you do when you sabotage and write a list and hang it up. So you know, when you start to do these things, you're like, aha, <laughs> like this is self-sabotage. Like for me, I'll start like canceling um, yeah, like like things that I'm paying for. Like I'll start canceling like my Hulu account, and I'll start canceling <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I need to like save money, even though yeah, yeah, I like yeah. have enough money. I'm just like, oh, like I'm not, you know. I know, yeah. And so yeah, like, I, can, I can quite do that too. Yeah, or so be like, like, I'm not gonna go to that 
opportunity or whatever, right. something that's actually probably really beneficial to me, but because, and I'll think of a, a thousand, like, oh, I don't want to spend that money on dinner or whatever. Just, right. So, like, write down and getting clear, like, you know your mind. You're like, aha, I know exactly what you're doing. You. I caught you. And there's so many things. It's sneaky. It's sneaky, but you, the more you can understand it, you can be like, aha, I got you. <laughs> you know, but then I think, well, Kagi and I were talking about, well, for me, I started to really come from my, like, I imagined myself in like five years and I started to go to her, one of my um, colleagues and friends, Sophie from Hot Rich Love Your Life Bitch or something like that sort of thing. Um, she, she does this meditation where you go to your future self and like you look at like, what does she have? What is she doing? You know, what is she wearing? Where does she live? And you ask her, like, mm. what do I need to do to get there? And like, the answer is right there, you know. And of course she's gonna say like, don't give up, like keep going. You need to do this, you need to do this. And you have the answers inside of you. And so I suggest like, instead of trying to come from that place right now where your like mind's muffled is like, listen, all right, I see you. I know exactly what's happening. I'm gonna go to my future self and see what she would do. Which really is self-belief. It is. It's coming from your higher self and your self-belief and a sense of purpose. But it's believing in the future self. Yeah. And in a way, it could be easier to do because at least you can you know what you want yeah. him or her to be like. And Like, what would your decision be like if you were already, you know, at where you want it to be? You would be like, don't give up. Like, keep going. Keep doing this. Like, you know. So I think just coming from your higher self and your higher, you know, your, your, your awesome self in five years, like driving your favorite car, how, you know, where are you living? What are you doing? And what decision would she make at that point? Not necessarily when you're feeling like I don't have enough money or you're feeling like I can't pay my right. rent or I can't like, of course you're going to be in a place of survival yeah. and sabotage. So like- going to sit at home and eat chocolate. Yeah. I'm just going to eat chocolate and chips and watch <laughs> and be on Instagram. So like- and get- more more depressed. Get more depressed. So it's just a vicious cycle. And so the more you can like So you basically make a decision as if you were her. Yeah. Right, okay. Absolutely. And for I thought you I thought you meant ask her what to do, but you mean actually make that the same thing. Same thing, yeah. Because you are her. So essentially she I always think of her as like my older sister or something. Because I never had an older sister. Me neither. And you know, I think of her as like that, but it's me. It's myself and it's me as who I want to be and I can make clearer, better decisions based on that instead of survival and not knowing the future and feeling scared and feeling like, well, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, no. like. So I think that's really powerful in itself is just stepping away from the situation and coming from a place of clarity and thriving and not survival yeah but i mean it's hard we get it listen like we we're sitting here opening our hearts and telling you like life is not perfect for either of us oh you know and it never will be because life isn't supposed to be perfect it never will be and then the more you get the more problems you get anyway so it's all kind of but it's just it's kind of like a game and i always think of it as like a ninja like you just have to be a ninja and you just have to make sure that your um 
actually one of my colleagues and one of my clients, she, Gwen, she's a coach. She posted a story on her Instagram and she was on a walk and she saw this beautiful tree, but it was covered in vines. And she took a picture of it and she's like, look at this beautiful tree. It's covered in vines. And she's like, this represents us, you know, when we're little, we're like a tree and we're growing, but we gather all these stories and all these ideas and people and everything. Yeah. That we think is our identity. Identity. And we grow and grow and grow and suddenly we're covered in vines. And so, you know, we've picked up all of these things. So it's like, we need to really shed that, but the vines are still going to be at the bottom trying to grow up. And we have to make sure that we're, you know, trimming it as it's trying to grow up. And so we kind of have to really make sure that, you know, once we have shed those stories and we've evolved, that we're not just letting it overtake us again. And we have to understand that the weeds will still grow up. You know, we have to really, you know, take care of the garden, our garden, and really take out the trash and and things like that, because, you know, it will be quickly overtake us if Mm -hmm. we don't just trim it up. And so that's why it's important to twerk, to work at it and to, you know, trim it every day and making sure that it's not going to overtake you. And it will be there, like, (laughs) but to understand it and And have that awareness. And like I said, writing it down, like, what are your self-sabotaging habits? What do you start doing? Do you start to like delete people off Instagram? Do you start to... Did a bit of that this morning. I know. (laughs) Like, <laughs> what are your self-sabotaging habits? But I was doing that from a place of I just followed too many people. <laughs> I know. But you know, just writing down those things and saying, okay, when I when you see them, you're like, aha, that's a self-sabotage. What, you know, and just understanding it is gonna be helpful. Yeah. Just having that awareness. Oh God, it's kind of, I've got a lot of that. I've got a lot. We all do. This world has a lot of it. And I think that's why it's like we're at a time and place where we were in this like information world where we were just given so many things like, oh, you should do this. But it's like, now people want to know like how, how can they actually implement everything we've learned and how can we, you know, really optimize our life and and thrive instead of survive and, and really build the life that we really want. And you know, grow and just be the people that you know, we're supposed we're to, be. to be and feel like that passion inside because we all are here for a purpose. I, there's no doubt in my mind that everyone is here for a specific purpose. And I think so many people don't feel good enough or worthy enough. And they lose sight of they that. they lose sight and then they die and they have regrets. And Yeah, and that is my biggest fear is like unfulfilled potential. That, you know, and because we see other people living certain lives and then you feel like you're on track with something, then you see something else and you're like, oh, maybe I should be doing that or what they're doing. It's like almost too much option. Yeah. And someone said it's like, if someone's presented with three options or 30, the person with three is going to be a lot happier. It's like, if you have too many options of things to do, how you're, do you know? You'll be paralyzed. Not, yeah, exactly. And you're not going to move forward in any way. So it's just, I think, getting really clear and specific and really understanding what you need to do. And you know what, like you were, you know, it's so true that we feel like I feel that way. I feel like I'm doing 90 things, but I love to do that. That's just me and that's okay. But some people can't do that and that's okay too. And understanding that you can't do everything. 
And also to be strategic about what Yeah, be strategic. Like, Rome wasn't built in a day. No, and, you know, staying in your lane. Really, you know, I do that. This is what I do is, because like I've said, I have to work on my mindset every day is when I start comparing myself, when I like click on their website to be like, well, what are they doing? And I'm like, uh-uh, stay in my lane and I'll delete. That's I good. Just say, stay in my lane, stay That's in my good. lane, stay in my lane. Because otherwise I will get like, yeah, yeah, it'll be going round and round in circles. And then I'm just like, I just wasted an hour of my time that I could have done something for me and my business. Or and now you're lost career. on like and a different route. And now I'm lost and... and I feel just like I'm not good enough. Mm. I have a, recently, I've been doing a similar thing and it's the... It's quite, it's quite silly and quite sad, but I kind of like it's, it's like I see myself in this house, and it's quite far away from me, and it's almost I guess it's like me in the future, and I'm walking down this road, and like not anyone can see it apart from me, um, and there are these people that I'm meeting along the way, and a lot of them are trying to like throw me off course and be like, you shouldn't keep going, you should go down this way, you should do this, this is what you should be doing, and I'm having to constantly look back at this house and just like see myself in this house like looking at me and just to keep walking and it's like basically my future self and it's it's a weird kind of reassuring right. feeling because I'm like okay I know I know where I'm going and I know what I'm trying to create and it doesn't matter if not everyone else sees that they're not going to be able to and you can't expect them to but you just need to see it and to feel it and believe it right oh that's that's amazing no I think it's so powerful to really stay in your lane and not get pulled in by the stragglers along the way that are trying to because everyone's got an opinion pad. yeah everyone's <laughs> got an opinion everyone's got advice and I say that because you know it's not always productive advice no but people sometimes what they're telling themselves like you know you've got to take it all with a pinch of salt always and, you know listen to everyone's advice but be you don't careful who's you take. Yeah, you don't Absolutely. have to take it all on board. And this is something that I, I, I honestly, anyone that says anything to me with enough conviction, I think it's the truth. And I completely lose sight of what I'm supposed to believe in myself. So that is something I'm massively having to work on. Myself. It's you have to understand what are your values and what are your truths and and not let other people's become yours. Cause stay that's, on your lily pad. Yeah, stay on your own lily pad. Jump wherever you need to go. Don't feel pulled down by others. And, you know, as humans, we're very adaptive and we adapt to our environment. And so we really have to. And, you know, this is like one of those things that we're like, we'll never say what our mother says, but like my mom would Turning into my like, mother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, it's shout happening. Out, <laughs> shout out to Mama Sherry. Um, you know, just being really careful of who your friends are. I think that's so important and I mm. would you know that would be a whole nother topic a whole other that's thing. a whole nother kind yeah. of words. but you know and just really making sure you're staying on your path and getting really clear on you know what things make you happy and you may not know right now like exactly you know I think people define success or like what they want in their future by things but it's really or by like money oh yeah or money it's really just like how do you want to feel like do you want a feeling what we're chasing a feeling. a feeling right so it's just like the more you amazing powerful feelings you can create it's like the more of those will come and, and you so. can create that regardless of what you actually have oh yeah by being thankful for them the amazing car i have and i can create that feeling oh, even yeah. if i don't have the car oh yeah so you know, i mean i love talking about manifestation so we'll definitely talk about that i'm trying to manifest a car at the moment i'll let you know how it goes people <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway on that note all right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our first episode. We're so excited to 
to do this. We just felt so called and, you know, you can just expect that we're going to be talking about real things, you know, and just whatever we feel like intuitively drawn towards. I think we're just going to leave it open for that, right? Yeah. And we we really want to answer your question. So if you have any questions um, or any, you know, things that you want advice on, you can always reach out to us on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Kagi's World. Okay. And um, you can reach out to me at Jennifer Jaden or on the Social Society on Instagram. Or like we said before, make sure to join our Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Girls Guide to the Galaxy podcast. And we'll be in there answering questions. Um, But we really want to hear from you. And please make sure to review our podcast. This is, you know, something that's so near and dear to our heart. So make sure that you um, let us know how we're doing. And any tips, any tips or tricks or if you you know just like hearing us please let us know we love us know we'd love to hear so thanks everyone thank you so much everyone and remember that it's okay to be the center of your own universe lots of love <laughs>